Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. What's up, guys? It's Coach Croc coming to you live from North Carolina today. Had a nice little storm last night. It's a nice little storm last night. It's a beautiful day sitting on the back porch. And I have the opportunity to talk to NCAA qualifier, freshman from Virginia Tech, Bryce Andonian. I'm excited for this opportunity. He's going to be jumping on live here in a few minutes. And we're going to talk to him about his freshman season. Um, some things that he's been going through since the coronavirus and how he's battled adversity during this time. Uh, as we're waiting for, for Bryce to jump on, um, can, you can ask questions and, and we'll get it going. Uh, Bryce Sandonian, if, if you hadn't seen this kid wrestle, you, you need to go check out his highlight page. Um, he has led his team, Virginia Tech, in pins this year. He also he pinned a guy in 58 seconds. When you're pinning college kids in 58 seconds, you, you know you know you're pretty electric. Um, I'm excited. I don't want to give all the intel away until we get him jumped on, but it, it's going to be a great interview, and I am looking forward to this opportunity. Again, this is Coach Croc with Wrestling Mindset today. Uh, meeting of the minds. I hope you've been enjoying the great content. We've had Yanni. We've had uh, coach coaches from Rutgers and coach coach. Um, from Ohio State, we, we've really been tearing it up here with this content, and I hope you haven't been enjoying it. Um, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to bring different sports out in the next few days, and I'm looking forward to, to even jumping on the baseball side of things here in the next few days. If you're a baseball fan, I got some got some things coming up. Hey, Bryce, what's up, what's up bud? How you doing? Good, man. How you doing? Good. How's your break? My break. Huh. I wish I wasn't on a break. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's been going well, though. Uh, I got both my kids. I got my wife home. She got laid off, so it's a family affair right now. Yeah, how's the one kid that I met? How's he doing? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, he's, he's uh, just gave him a bath before I, before I called you. I've had to get him kind of calmed down. I had to walk away and let Mama take over. I was just. How you camp. been? What's new with you, man? Um, obviously there's quarantine for all of us, but just adjusting to it. I mean, switching my, uh, I guess schedule, so I'm not like lacking, not like 
declining from this. Instead, I'm getting a positive from it. Absolutely. Um, I was kind of giving you a shout out before you got on NCAA qualifier. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Second in the ACC. Led your team in pins. Pinned the guy in 58 seconds. Um, just looking at your stats from, from high school, four-time state placer, two-time state champ, Fargo national champ. Is all this right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't keep up with all that, though, do you? I mean, when you just said that, I didn't know I got the most pins on the team. That's crazy. That's straight off the Virginia Tech website. I had to do a little research. For you <laughs> I didn't even know that. Well, that's good to know. That's cool. Yeah, I want, I want to talk about the first time we met before we get too far into it. Uh, do you recall that encounter? Yeah, of course, of course. You got you got to see me before all of my season, basically. Right, and I, I remember you know walking around. I was kind of I, I just took a chance and went out to the Wolfpack Open. I uh, didn't know who was going to be there. Threw yeah. my threw my mindset t shirt on. Yeah. Brought my road dog. You know, a little two year old rolling around with me. I didn't know what was going on, but. Um, Ran into you, and, and I was kind of looking at the board, and you were just making faces with my kid. Do you, do you remember that? <laughs> I was probably goofing around with him. You were, and, and he, he immediately was attracted to you. And uh, so I started talking and definitely could tell that you were all about the mindset. Um, yeah. So let me ask you this. What percent of the sport of wrestling is mindset? When you asked me that the first time, I was shook. Like, I've never – known the exact percentage but like in my mind i wouldn't say 100 percent because you know at the um, same time you got to be able to have your abilities through like wrestling and training and you got to have that at the same time you can't always be there with your mind and then not have the training with it but at the same time i believe that you have to be 100 percent there with your mind you can't have just 90 percent of what you think is your best ability and then 10%, you'll be like, eh, it's fine. And then get comfortable and let that side of your brain say, you're not giving your best. And so for me, the whole season, uh, it was a battle with my brain mostly the whole time. And that was finding that your brain is the strongest part. And that can lead you to success or failure, either or. So I feel like it's... It leads you right to it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah, and, and, and I'm pretty certain I asked you this at, at the Wolfpack Open, because you know, I didn't know you from Adam. Um, what your goals were. We talked a little bit about goals. You told me, if I recall correctly, that you want to be an NCAA qualifier. You remember that? I told you I want to be a national champion. <laughs> I remember that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I had it a little. I had it a little shady, but um, it goes down to I kind of I kind of made a, a, a smart comment in my head at that point. I was like, hey, well, he's a red shirt. There's, eh, that's not going to happen this year. <laughs> and right. It's not. It's not likely. Talk. Talk to me about the red shirt getting pulled. What happened? Um. Well, in the beginning of the season, I wrestled the kid who was up to good. He's an amazing wrestler, Brent Moore. He's a beast. But uh, I wrestled him in the beginning of the season before the wrestle off, and I beat him in the room. And then we did a wrestle off, and then he ended up beating me six two. I got an injury in that match. No excuses for that. He beat me, but. I like broke, sprained an ankle, whatever. And then he was doing the season, and then I started training. He did a few matches, and then I was beating him, I guess, pretty decent in the room. And then the coaches just asked me if I was still down to um, start because the whole season, like even before I started wrestling there and I was doing hip surgery stuff, like 
hip rehab on the treadmill while they're wrestling in the summer. I was telling them like, when I get here, I want to start and I want to go to nationals this year. And they're like, obviously shook that someone's saying that, but I had that mindset walking into Virginia Tech. So it's always been a goal, you know? So when it happened, I guess it was like, not at the same time, like too good to be true because like I envisioned it so much that when it happened and I was out there for the first match, I was just like finally taking it. And so it was a blessing. Everything for me is a blessing. I'm just always grateful. That's and and when we talk about that at Wrestling Mindset all the time, attitude of gratitude and and you know I don't think you're a fake kid. I, I've seen you and I, I did more research last night and watched a few videos. Uh, and you and you spoke about blessings and you also spoke about mindset in both the the YouTube videos I saw. Um, I don't know who was interviewing you. It was late at night and 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 the guy asked you and and, and first thing that came out of your mind was mentally mindset it's all about mindset and, and you believe that right yeah for sure but but you know the mind and body go together you you put in the reps you put in the work you're you know you trust you trust what's going on um because of that process right right for sure i feel like um when i um, you can go you can go go ahead you got it I was just going to say, like, I learned throughout the season that, like, when, not that, like, I would focus on it so much and try to control the future, because when you do that, then if it goes wrong, then you feel like the whole earth is ending, and then you freak out. But at the same time, I I would have the envisionment of it, say, before, like, I would go to bed if I had a match during that week, say, I'd, like, versus whoever, say, the team, and I would envision, say, Monday, when I knew I was starting, I'd go to bed, and right before I'd go to bed or something, I write down my goals, write down my gratitude list before I go to sleep, whatever I was thankful for that day. And then after that, that. I would write down everything that I knew was possible. So that means from the singlet I was going to be wearing, the teammate, the team I was going to be wrestling, where I was going to be, the atmosphere. I was writing all these things down that I knew was possible. I will see this, blah, 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 all these things. And then I went into what I wanted. I didn't try to control it too much. But at the same time, I didn't just be like, I will hit a double leg in the first period, in the first second. Like, I never went that detailed because then when you don't go too perfect, then you feel like everything's crumbling. So at the same time, you got to be too, like, a little bit calm with it. But envisionment was really helpful for me a lot because when I envisioned a lot during the season and saw myself beating these kids, say, like, someone who people didn't believe I was going to beat or in front of all these people, and then it happens, say, I pin a kid in, like, the first period or something that I already envisioned, like that um, NC State match, I envisioned that. Like, I remember the celebration that I wanted to do. Like, I, I don't want to do, get into more celebrations at all, but it's just the fact that, like, I said I wanted to get bonus points. And my coach said, can we start you and put you as, like, first in the match and, like, flip the coins so I can go first. And I was like, yeah, I'm made for that. So why not? I want to pin them. And it happened. So I, I just guess, like, but, envisionment yeah. is really helpful. Yeah, and, and, and you talk about the Wolfpack. You know, I'm a North Carolina guy, um, so I follow the Wolfpack, you know, pretty heavily. Yeah. Um, I saw I saw you jump in there, and, man, you were electric. You did a move. Like, it came out of nowhere, and you pinned that kid. It's on your, it's on your uh, Instagram page, right? <laughs> yeah, shout out Jordan Long if he's watching. But that, that's the new videos. But, um, yeah, that was I, I was surprised I hit that, too. I like How about that Wolfpack environment? They're, they're pretty. They're pretty hyped up. I'm telling they? you that. that no, it was a little quiet after that. But um, they beat no, us. After those. after you did hey, that, it was quiet. Hey, respect but... respect to them. They beat us at the end. But um, uh, 
no, that the the gym there I really like. So it's like it's not yeah. too big, not too small, and they it's like you fill a good amount of people in there. It seems so loud and packed, which it is. Yeah, they've done a great job uh, rebranding that program. Coach Papalizio, uh, you know, he's a showsman, man. He he gets he gets a crowd in there, and and it gets it gets loud. Um, yeah. Should have heard it for the Carolina duel, man. That was unbelievable. But that's, that's a big time rivalry. Like that's the environment uh, we work for, you know. How's how's the environment in Blacksburg? I love it. I love it. And I feel like um, I don't feel I like can, you cannot. Everyone can sense it. It's a growing team right now, like a skyrocket growing. Not even just like us, but the fan base. Just like the team is going to be really good next year. I'm just excited for that. But being in Blacksburg itself, it's. It's really good. I love it. Right, and coach, coach Roby didn't. Did he recruit you, or was it coach uh, Dressel? It was Roby. And so, so uh, and the interview I watched last night, you 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 went with Virginia Tech because they showed you a little love early on, and yeah, and, uh, made you believe in yourself, right? Yeah, I like that. Um, I went on and then a start- few. Yeah, I went on a few trips, and like I felt like obviously I was I felt amazing to go on trips and bus for that, like. The coaches are amazing at all schools that I've been to. It's just when I went to, like, Virginia Tech and for the first time and just literally did my feet in, like, say I went somewhere else, it took a little bit to get comfortable. When I went there, around the coaches, around the kids, around just everybody, it was, like, almost too comfortable to be true. I was like, I can be myself here. I can talk to these people as myself and not, like, put on a face. And my goal going into all these trips was, like, which school do I – like, yeah, I can be fun for this day, but – can I see myself being here for four or five years? And when I went there, I felt right. like I had coaches that truly believe that I can do the things that I believe. And that's be a four time national champ. Well now three time, but have these huge goals and having someone say, and like actually look in your eyes and like root for that and believe in you and want to push you to that. That's something I want to be a part of. So it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. A coach plays a, a big role in the development of his athletes and, and he, you know, you got to believe in yourself ultimately, but yeah. you do need that, that uh, mentor to lean on a little bit. Say, Hey man, even the days you're feeling bad and the process isn't going, you just, you don't have it that day. He pushes you through it. You mentioned it, right? Yeah. I mean, not, not even coach Roby, all the coaching staff there. Like I remember I'm not, I'm not perfect at all. None of us are perfect. Like I remember a practice in the middle of the season, the grind time of the season when shit's getting hard and, I was after practice, just like really down the wall, and I don't know if that connection is good. Can Sorry, I, I kept losing you, man. Can you hear me? I'm good now. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, so I was on the wall and just like short. I was just obviously upset over that practice. And Ty Walsh came up to me and he's like, "It's filling the frame. Don't don't get too focused on today's bad and just realize that you're filling a frame to become a national champion. That's gonna take bad practices, good practices, but at the end of the day, you gotta come forward with it from a positive. And just from that, I went from thinking like, "Can I really do this shit? Like, can I really keep going? Can I do this?" To questioning myself, to getting up and realizing that a negative day of practice could be like a good practice. So coaching staff really, truly could help. And that like moment stuck with me. Yeah. I mean, we talked about being uncomfortable all the time at wrestle mindset and 
and basically when you make yourself uncomfortable now you're more yeah. comfortable later you would you agree with that yeah. that is that's awesome. what i live you've mentioned by. goals yeah. several times throughout this conversation right yeah or do you write your goals down do you list them uh, monthly weekly daily how do you do it um i would say do it as much as possible not um because like life in general i feel like is a lot easier when you have goals whether it's just like school whether it's wrestling life in general because if you don't have goals then what's what are you doing you're just i mean living life but at the same time are you getting better are you pushing yourself are you challenging yourself and i believe that like at least every day write something down but have a goal for the end of the day goal for the week go for the month, go for the year. And it's not that, oh, if you don't get it, then you fail, but you, at least you're trying to get towards something. Yeah. If, if you if you don't try, then you basically are a failure. So at least you're writing things down. And then you learn what you need to improve on, right? Yeah. And writing at the same time, I feel like, has a uh, different type of benefit from just, like, reading something on a wall. Because if you write something, I feel like it truly really has something important in your mind. Especially if you're expressing your own thoughts yeah. on the paper and putting it to life, I guess, into the sorry, I think it just has some type of effect on your brain that it it was saying, I'm going to be a national champion. Instead of writing it down, then believing it and looking yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm going to be a national champion. Like, that's a lot different than just like, oh, I want to be a national champion. Right. It, it kind of you know, reaffirms it. And there's power in that pen. Um, yeah. And like you said, it's like your brain really registers it and, and when you write it down in your handwriting and you see it with your eyes and, and you feel it with your heart you're invoking all those emotions i mean yeah. special things happen right yeah it's crazy um yeah. how's life been since the quarantine are you back home in ohio or are you still in uh virginia or virginia tech i'm back in clee i'm back home back home how's that going um Transition? I, I, I i i miss uh blacksburg i miss the routine i guess of just wrestling every day with my teammates and having a lifting schedule but besides that i honestly like like it right now it's, it's a good break but I, I i made the best of it i've been lifting at my mom's house we got this whole jailhouse uh whatever set up like that we got sleds in the backyard so we're taking advantage of it and just spending time with family is really nice too yeah, we're really pushing hard right now. I mean, you're, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. A lot of people are sitting back yeah. living in fear, doing nothing. So so you're getting after it still? You're running, you're lifting. Are you wrestling any? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a mat in my mom's backyard, and we're, we just go in the grass, too, and do stance in motion and pull the sled in our stance and stuff like that. So I know a few kids down the street. You know, uh, Mike Garker and then Patty Gallagher's down the street, too, so I'm good friends with him. Nice, nice. Um what, what was it like when, when you found out, and this is probably going to be tough for you, when you found out that the, the opportunity to be an NCAA champion, since you qualified because you were second in ACC, was taken from you? Um, obviously, initial was, like, hurt, saddened. Because if you met me um, before the season, like we said, like the Wolfpack Open, that was, like, right before the season in the beginning. And that was my goal, like, to be a national champion. I wasn't even starting, and I wanted to be a national champion that year. So that means, like, every single night before I would go to bed, I would envision it, me in front of all those people. Whether or not I was getting my loss that weekend to a kid or not, I kept that goal in mind, no matter how hard it got. And so to, like, have that goal for practice when you wake up, when you're eating, I guess making it your lifestyle for a long time, 
and then getting that news dropped on you, it was hard, I guess. Because, like, that's it, it, it can be like, oh, what was the point of all that work? What was the point of doing all that? But after clearing my head, getting time to talk to people, it was like, you realize there's more to life. There's more that came from this. And I truly saw how much of a better wrestler I became in just this year chasing that title. So Sorry. I can't Absolutely. focus. I, I can't really focus. What I realized was I can't focus and sit on the fact that it's canceled because what is the point of that? Like it's canceled. I can't control that it's going to come back. So I might as well move on because if you're living in the past, then flow's not going to keep going. So I had to realize one goods came out of this. Absolutely. A lot of goods came out of this season and life goes on. Like we're, we're wrestlers. We've gone through hell. Like I think we can handle adversity like this too so i think it made me stronger and grateful yeah, for this, a lot. this is nothing compared to what you've done before right yeah and, and at the same time it truly made me grateful for the season just wrestling literally just going to practice all that so it boosted my gratitude for the sport for just being in blacksburg just so many things going outside and hanging out with your friends or something like that yeah a lot of these freedoms are taken away from us and things yeah. that we take for granted and, and and now either we're looking at it like we're pissed off and we're mad at the world or we're or we're, <laughs> we're truly grateful for it and the ones that are grateful like you and i and, and you know other people um they're gonna make it through this thing right oh yeah that's the point just stay present. so, so how, how did they drop the bomb on you was it the coach was it a did you have a team meeting how, how did they say hey guys ncaa's are canceled yeah, uh, yeah we just had we had a team meeting they brought us in, and we're all sitting down, and they just, I guess, dropped the bomb, you know. It wasn't too fun. Yeah, it's, uh, were any tear, tears in the room? Well, you know, I got a little sad. Cut a little bit. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't be too tough all the time. But, yeah, I got, I got, I got a little emotional, for sure. Because, like, yeah, that was, like, a yeah. whole, a whole year of, even before the summer, like, when I was on the treadmill and training with my hip surgery, trying to get on the mat for like months while everybody else was wrestling. I was hungry for that national title. So for like to be training for something for that long, yeah, it's gonna be emotional, but at the same time, I've learned that if you stay stuck in the past, you're not gonna be able to see what's in front of you and you're gonna forget what's going on in front of you and miss life. Hey man, and and you can look at it like this as well. you're not a senior, man. You still have three, three, three more chances, right? Some of these guys will never have that opportunity again. It's totally yeah. taken from them. So, if anything, you can be grateful for that, right? Oh yeah, I I have two te- uh, a few teammates actually that did that. But uh, David McFadden, he was going to be the first four-time All-American at Virginia Tech, and Cody Hughes, he didn't start four years, and then his fifth year, I believe, yeah, he finally got to start because. His whole years, he was he was wrestling off David McFadden, like good guys like that. So for that guy to get there and have it canceled, and guys like Dave McFadden, Vincenzo, all those guys that are up there. So like, just, I can only imagine for them. So that's why I say I'm grateful. I, I at least I get three more years. You're right, yeah. Right, and, and you can use this time right now as fuel for that fire too, right? I mean, you're like, hey man, this thing got taken away from me. Yeah. Um, I, I'm ready. I'm ready for the next opportunity. Take advantage. I'm taking advantage of this time because it's obvious. It's like right now is a sit down time. Like, what do you want to do? Sit around on a couch or take advantage of these hours that nobody has control of. We we can do whatever we want. So that's why I've been lifting like crazy. 
I'm not too strong, but I'm trying to get there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so next year you come back. Well, I want to ask you two questions. Number one, if they came out right now and said, Bryce, we're wrestling, they, they, they rescheduled the NCAA tournament, it's today. You'd be a game on, right? Oh, for sure. I'm cutting whatever weight we got to do. I mean, everybody's got an even playing field. Nobody's, you know, training. So, would you strap <laughs> up and go? Gotta, everyone might have to cut weight for a minute, but I would go. <laughs> yeah, ten pound allowance for all re- all weight. on cheeks. That's funny. Um, that's funny. But but next year, you know, you're kind of. I mean, people know who you were, Bryce. But but now they really know who you were. Second in ACC, your NCAA qualifier. You, you come in with a target on your back. Does that change things for you? <laughs> I like the target. Um. Uh, then you, yeah. I, I like it because in, that that happened in high school. I, I won states freshman year. Nobody knew who I was before Loki, and then I won it as a freshman. And then next year it's Target, and when I lost, saying like the state semis, I'll always remember that. The whole place was just in like Ohio states. You, if you know it, that place gets packed, like packed. Yeah, so not, yeah. having that many people at like as a, as a sophomore in high school screaming down your spine. I, I, at the same time, as much as I hated it, I kind of loved it. So it gave me a taste of what it's yeah. like to be a target. It's not only a target for that kid, but there's a lot of people in the stands that want you to either win or lose. So you have a control over a lot of people's just like minds and just like dial in. So it's pretty cool to just be a target because at the same time, I get everybody's best version because they're going out there and they're going to be like, oh, well, he's, a, right. he's up there. If I beat him, then I'm going to get my ranking up or some sh- Stuff like that, but it'll be yeah. better because I, I wrestle better when people come at me and they, I guess, try to wrestle me. You, you mentioned rankings and, and the YouTube video I watched last night. You you don't pay attention to that stuff. You don't know if you're wrestling a number one guy in the nation or, or you know a guy to just drop the red shirt or whatever, right? You don't care about yeah, that. I I, I didn't even. Um, I've always been like that, and I'm I'm really grateful for that because like you grow up in the wrestling world, say you're kidding. And then you got kids that this kid, this kid, this kid beat this kid. I'm like, my whole life I've always just been like, who? <laughs> so I've never really dialed into the people yeah. because, like, like, at the end of the day, I can come off as this tough wrestler and pissed off walking on the mat. But at the end of the day, like, we're all people. Like, we all got lives at, off of the mat. So right. I don't really look at a number because then if you're staring at a name and then you look at the number, you're like, oh, my God, that's this guy. But at the same time, like, he has to put on his shoes, he has to put on a singlet, and he weighed in as the same weight as me, so he doesn't have anything more of an advantage right. than I do. That, that's, that's something we teach as well. You know, we don't look at records and rankings, and, and you, you start playing psychological warfare, man. He beat him, yeah. and then she, you know, she beat him, and <laughs> I beat him, and then, oh, my God, none of that Trans- really matters. Trans- it's all Trans- about what's in front of you. <laughs> Say it again. It's trans property. He beat him, so I'm a national champ or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's bull crap. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, you focus on what you control, attitude, effort, actions. Would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. Aggressiveness. You control it completely. Um, we also have this alter ego series, and I just know as nice as kid as you are and outgoing as you are, there's a flip, There's a switch that you flip. Tell me about that. Shit. I don't I, I, I don't want to say I don't know but I guess like I'm very very nice I guess I can say that and I'm a, I'm a happy person I can talk to people a lot but when I get my single on when 
I walk into the locker room right before the match. It's like, I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't say, all right, time to flip. It just happens. Yeah. Something happens. <laughs> there's nothing physical or, or there's not a physical gesture or a mental saying you say to get into the zone. You just, you just I mean, close to it. I mean, say I, maybe if I'm at the hotel room or at my dorm, right before I'm walking over to the castle stadium or to the bus, it's like, maybe I'll, while I'm getting, it's just like, while I'm getting my like singlets and putting them in a bag and I'm already heading out, it's like, it's game over. Like, I don't have control of that. It's, it's just like, once that happens, it's not that I go on autopilot mode. It's just like, I come into just this zone, gladiator zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading the book, uh, the rise of Superman. It's about unleashing, uh, human potential and it's about action sports, but but they're talking about flow states. They're talking about being in the zone. You know, sometimes time dilates. It goes slow or goes fast. Would, would you say you can hear stuff? You, does things slow down for you? I mean, how would you say that your world is whenever you're in that in that zone? Oh, that's a good question. Just laser focused, I know, right? Yeah. Um, you know, this, I've always, like when I've wrestled, I've always just kind of, everything around me is just, just gone. I don't really hear coaches a lot, which is like if I look over mid, like like when the whistle breaks or something, then probably I'll hear them. But I've never been able to hear people. I've always just been like, then just through a flow. And through all these matches, I started adapting, changing, growing because like when you come into college wrestling, it's it's I guess a thing that I fell into a phase that everyone, not everyone, but a few people, a good amount do, where they're like, what is college wrestling? How do I? Do I have to change my technique? Like, do I have to get strategic and stuff like that? And I started doing that and I, I faded away from the wrestler that I was, the one that just went at it and just like try to score points and just have fun. And that's when I'm best. But then I got into college wrestling, which I thought it was, and I would listen to this guy and this guy at a tournament or something. He's like, yeah, college is more strategic. And I was like, college is more strategic. And I would get up 4-1 or something and then at an open tournament, like hold on to that 4-1 into the second period and then and then, voila. Then I go to ODU match when I'm starting and I'm doing the strategic stuff. So I'm up. I take the kid down two times in like the first minute. And then I was like, all right, I'm up 4 1. Let me get defensive now, strategic. So I start backing away instead of just slaying the shots. I took two shots and I took them down twice. So it wasn't like hard at all. Right. And then I get defensive. I start backing up and I open up this and I'm trying to defend. And then it starts unfolding. I ended up losing the match by a point because I didn't sh shoot one more time. I didn't shoot a single time in the rest of the match. And that was the turning point for me, I feel. Because, one, I got yelled at by the coaches, obviously, because that's not the rest I was. And after that, something clicked in my head that it's I'm thinking way too much. I re And, like, during that match, like, as the kid's hand was being raised, I was just, like, taking it in, like, the people cheering, him doing the breaking sign, stuff like that. It's just all the... And I'm just like stand, looking at all of this. I'm like, I know, I know I could have just destroyed that kid. And that was a mental barrier. And props to whoever, I forget the kid's name, but props to that kid. He's good at wrestling, so whatever. Good for being me. But um, <laughs> I don't want to be like, screw that kid, I'm better. But no, props to him. Um, no, no, I got you. Um, yeah, after that match, the flip switched for me completely. That's where, I think I went undefeated after that match until the O'Connor match. But... I was wrestling to just score points, just flow and just score points. And right. what I call it is like a state of flow. And that's flowing, 
Absolutely. Not, and just having fun with it and being immersed into what you're doing, having fun with what you're doing. That's you can be in a state of flow with whatever you're doing. Saying writing a paper, it's whatever. But it, you're fully immersed, fully focused, and that means dialed in and having fun with it. So when I feel like I'm at a state Love of flow, it. and then I'm, it's game over. I feel like bloody. focus, man. It's all about that focus, right? Yeah. Check out the dog. Hey, bud. Go. What's up, dog? <laughs> Um, a couple more questions. We're running out of time a little bit, but um, let's see. What's something good here? To, to, to do? What, what was the most exciting part of your, your freshman year? Um, you got one moment, or is it just all? It's, you know, I know you've had time to reflect. So what was one is like, man, this is one of the greatest moments of my life? Um, I think one of the, probably the first match that I started – just being like coming out and just being a college just because it's like I've trained my whole life and since I was a kid like same elementary school they'd be like what are your goals and you would put that down and mine was to be a college wrestler and be a four-time wrestler all those things and to talk about those things my whole life and then finally look down at my shoes while I'm like about to go on the mat and like take it all in and I'm like looking around and like my face was straight but inside I'm like Oh my God! Like I've trained my whole life for this, and just to finally be in those shoes and fill the shoes that fifth grade, fourth grade Bryce envisioned—it was pretty cool. Wow, that's awesome, man! Yeah. Um, long time coming. Yeah. I, I guess I mean I feel like I know the answer to this one. Uh, what was your most disappointing uh, part of? <laughs> um. Obviously, the ending. <laughs> It it not going the way that we all wanted it to go, but at the same time, I I I would say that's the most disappointing. But at the same time, a lot came from that. I'm not going to be like, that's hell. That's a that's just let's avoid that because a lot good came from it. Not only just for me, but I can feel like in my teammates and the wrestling world too. Like everyone's going to come back more right. grateful for the sport and just being able to wrestle. Oh man. Well, I think the successful ones are. We all we all know there. I mean, there's negative Nellies out there that just can't shake. Uh, well, they can, but they just don't feel like they can shake uh, that mentality. But um, the question we've been asking uh, with mindset is: is how can you make this quarantine, this uh, coronavirus, the best thing that's ever happened to you? I yeah. love to ask that question when people are struggling. How can you make it the best thing that's ever happened to you? Because some people are going to say, it's the worst thing that ever happened to me. I didn't get to wrestle in the NCAAs. Right. Uh, no. Um, what was me, right? How can you make I, it the I best thing? It, I view it as like, say like um, New Year's, my mom's like, what do you want to get good at or something? Like say you want to get good at learning the guitar or something. Learn something and devote your time this year to do it. And she say that or something. And I – show something so that's on top of wrestling that's on top of school trying to figure out time to say learn a guitar and you have all this time you're juggling with and you're trying to get better at just this one topic and here we are in a quarantine when we have nothing going on we have all this time to just 24 ourselves. hours we can work on I, I have to. obviously i have homework but like you get that homework done then you have all the time in the world just to focus on yourself so that, that then it's a real question like what are you going to do from there are you going to be the best version of yourself or the worst version of yourself? Are you going to help your vessel and be the best version of that vessel and devote your time to that now or slack? And so I view time as very, uh, what's the word? Valuable. Um, Limited. Yeah. Valuable, yeah. It's the most. Um, 
in my, but, in my uh, real world life, I'm a wrestling coach, teacher, and I tell my guys, you know, time, time's the most precious commodity in the world. I mean, for sure. you know, once it's gone, you can never get it back, right? For sure. So you got to use it wisely. Um, and, and learning a new skill. Are you are you trying to learn the guitar right now? I, I already know a few songs. I was just saying that for an example. I'm trying to learn skateboarding right now. I got you. Now yeah. that I can finally skateboard. <laughs> well, don't go out there hurting your hip, though, right? Oh, hell no. No, no. <laughs> oh, man. So, it, it, look, when, you, when you, you're you a tough kid, especially you, you battle that hip injury, you come back, I mean, you qualify. You, you continue to, to, you know, amaze me, and I don't even know you that well. But just researching you, watching you, how you conduct, you know, conduct yourself on and off the mat. Um, I think you're a true example of, of how mindset makes a difference, and, and and the belief in yourself, and the belief in the things that the processes that you put into place ultimately dictate the outcomes, right? Yeah, for sure. Thank you for saying that too. But um, and, and do you focus on winning or losing? No, um, I've never like if I go into that like that, then that then the moments where it's down, you're down or up to, and you're like, don't get scored on, don't get scored on, and then of course you get scored on. So I don't go into a match focusing on what right. move I'm gonna hit, what this guy is, and what the only mindset when I flipped that switch that I had was before I'd get on my knee and literally thank God for anything not even wrestling, I would literally get down and just hit, make a gratitude list right before my match. And it would be the simplest things from, thank you for this water that I get to drink. And that would just make me think about people who literally don't have access to water. Thank you for the shoes. Thank you for my mom to be here and get to experience. And then I started talking about all of these things that aren't actually just like, oh, this wrestling match. And I went from focusing on, oh, am I going to mess up in front of all these people to, this is the best thing. I am truly blessed to be in this environment, be in this moment. And then when you have that gratitude feeling, you're on top of the world. Like, why are you, why do you, you're like, why am I stressed? Why am I stressed? Let me just go out there and have fun. And so when I had that, I had the mindset of just score points. And when I had that mindset. Too blessed to be stressed, right? Right. And when I had the mindset of going out there and just feeling like calm, cool, collected, and then just trying to score points. And I had the thought, keep scoring points. It's not that I went out there like crazy and sloppy and just shooting crazy shots. It's my mindset right. was an offensive state. So that means whether or not he collar tied, I'm not backing out. I'm probably going to take it off into a shot, and that's going to threaten him. And so right. when you have that defensive mindset, whether you know it or not, it makes a huge difference because you can go from, like, leaning forward to a slight lean back, and that'll just be the move, the whole whole match right there. Yeah, you speak of that. And, and Virginia Tech, do they still talk about uh, attack style wrestling? I mean, are they still? Yeah. I mean um, – I, I would say so, yeah, for sure. Coach Fryer, he, Jared Fryer, right? He's still with you? Oh, yeah, he's the man. Yeah, that's why yeah. that's that's you did an inside to... trip uh, on a highlight video. I was like, he must have learned that from Fryer because uh, I got that DVD from a textile Wait, wait, wrestling. wait, did he hit it on me in the video? <laughs> no, 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 you hit it on some kid, uh, uh, I don't know, I said he learned that from Fryer, I bet. Oh, I was going to say, was that true? I, I wouldn't deny if Fryer hit me with something crazy on video. He always throws me on my head. Yeah, he's, he's tough. Yeah, but I bought that uh, DVD to, to help my kids learn, uh, you know, attack style wrestling, learn some inside trips and stuff like that. And he, you know, he's a good one to learn from. So I figured, hey, Bryce must have picked that up from him. Yeah. Um, I, I could be yeah. wrong, but it was nasty. The one you hit, it was nasty. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. But, yeah. All right. So, look, um, I appreciate your time. 
any anything you want to leave us with before before we get out of here? Uh, the meeting of the minds to me for a kid like you to so young and so focused. I, I'm just grateful to have this opportunity because I think you're going to open up some eyes to to a lot of individuals um, today. Thank you. I appreciate. No, I I just want to thank you for your time. Like I don't want, I don't want to say anything. I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity for this interview. I'm, I when you get you reached out to me, I was so thank you a lot. All right, we'll hook up again soon, and uh, I can't wait to see you on the mat again. Uh, next time you come to North Carolina, hit me up. Uh, maybe I can get you in here to teach my kids some inside trips or something. Yeah, for sure. Sound like a deal? Sure. All right, Bryce Andonian, uh, NCAA qualifier and future NCAA champion. Yes, sir. We'll see you soon, uh, bud. All right, good to see you. See you. See if this works. All right, we got the volume all the way up. Take two. All right, let's see if we get it this time. We're all we're all in this together. We're all getting the hang of technology. I mean, this was. Like I said, this was, um, did not use this platform for a long time, ever, up until last week. So we're all getting the hang of it. All right, let's, let's try it again. Take two. Hopefully we get it. All right, we're connecting. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I think I have sound. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, finally. Technology and me do not get along at all. I know, I feel like I was always a kid that played outside when I was younger, so this stuff takes a little bit more time for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not smart. You're at least smart, I'm not there. I'll get out of here. <laughs> MMA genius. How's I, everything going? I wish, I wish. <laughs> How's everything been with you and your family? Staying safe now? Good, yeah. Everybody's great. Um, just hanging out and, you know, living the sequestered life, so to speak. The the, uh, the uh, big, exciting parts of my day, I work out and arrange my sock drawers and read books and sometimes play video games. You know, yeah. it's a good day. It's a yeah. good day. Any, any good books you're reading? Uh, I am reading, I always read two in a row because of my ADD, I guess, but uh, I'm reading from uh, from uh, Bacteria to Bach and back, and then also I once a year I read Lord of the Rings, so I'm finishing that up. Nice, nice. Yep, yeah, two good books. That's good, that's good stuff. I tell everyone that especially now, you have this time, like try to do something, be productive, right? Make some kind of use of your time, where it's learning, skill, working on your like we, we talk about obviously a lot about mindset but nutrition do some kind of strength conditioning i mean do you, the, the athletes you you work with what do you tell them to do during this time well I, the nice thing about being an athlete in in our sport is that it's not a huge change the only huge change really is going out like you basically if you live at the gym which a lot of them do they just go downstairs and work out and uh 
then they come they come and go uh come yeah go back and uh, uh play video games or eat or do and then they go downstairs and train again so a lot of them the routine isn't hugely different but for those of the the biggest thing i think that they have to fight is that boredom right they're used to having that release that um right. so i don't think motivation is the problem i think they get restless uh and then sometimes they make bad decisions sometimes they make good decisions but it's that restlessness uh, I think when you're an athlete, you want to do, 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 and you need that stimulation. So I think that's their number one challenge, much more than the motivation. Makes sense. Makes sense. Play around now. I got I to tell you, Greg, when I, saw, when I saw one of the things I was really impressed by, I remember watching UFC back in the day, and I remember seeing on, on one of the athletes' statistics, like keys of success, and it said, like, college wrestler, mm -hmm. jiu-jitsu, trained by Greg Jackson. <laughs> yeah. No, and to me, I said, man, that's that's great. What a compliment! What a shout out to you right there. That's one of his attributes. Right. Yeah. I wish that was. I wish that was always true. Uh, you know, I'm very lucky that I get to do what I love, and I'm very lucky I've got to work with a lot of great, great people. But I mean, really, it's all luck. Like I got into MMA super early, right when it started, and uh, I'm just the old dinosaur that's been around long enough to make a bunch of terrible mistakes and uh, kind of climb back out of that. So. Uh, it, uh, it's been really good to me. I love the sport so much. Uh, I love everything about it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a heck of a journey. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. You know, so a little bit, a little bit more than luck. Yeah. A little bit of luck, but hard work or what is it? Luck is when preparation meets opportunity, right? So one thing that always really stuck out to me, cause I'm always, when I'm watching fights, when I'm watching sports, I'm trying to get inside the athlete's head, the coach's head and seeing what's going on. So I might be picking up on certain things like maybe missing some of the action, but maybe picking on some mental things that other people might miss. I always notice you have a very calm demeanor. demeanor and it just seems like, you know, giving your, giving your athletes very simple cues, what to focus on. I guess my big question and thoughts are, what do you do to prepare these athletes mentally, the preparation before the fight, and then also during the fight, what are you thinking with relating to the people? I know everyone's a little bit different, but there's some general principles that would help well, that's it. I mean, you, you hit you hit the nail on the head when you said everyone's different. The general principle is that is that if you come in saying uh, everybody deals with pressure the same way, everybody deals with judgment the same way, everybody deals with pain the same way, um, that that I think is the biggest mistake. It's like everybody doing the exact same diet. Uh, and you're right. There are underlying, you know, ubiquitous principles that kind of govern that. But. You, to the first thing you have to understand is that not everybody is the same. The moves will be kind of the same, right? Like a punch is a punch. You might throw it a little bit differently to a, to a very small degree, but that's kind of the same. But people's approach, their mindset, um, their utility, like what they like to do and what they don't like to do, that's very, very different. So my first big uh, issue is identifying it. Like what let's say that you're my athlete and you fight so uh, i'll watch tape on you if there's tape available i'll see what you do um then i talk to you about the process what do you feel before you go into the fight etc cetera, etc cetera. um sometimes the hardest the hardest point for a fighter is just getting to the cage right it's so much pressure it's so crazy everyone's so judgmental that just getting to the cage is is hard and then just going through that experience right there's somebody trying to knock your block off in there so the whole thing is, is can be very traumatic. Some fighters will thrive on that. They just love all the attention and all the the, uh, the spotlight. And so the cage is all right to them, but it's not as fun as the outside 
and they kind of do the inside work in the cage so that they can uh, live their life outside of the cage. There's some people that like both. So you, you have to identify each of those individual factors and then find what motivates them. Um, rarely I'll yell at people, very rarely I'll, I'll have to get up on their grill, but most fighters, especially at the level that I'm working with now, uh, you know, like screaming at him isn't going to make him suddenly do, you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, I didn't realize I was messing up. Let me fix it. Usually at that level, it's not that the case. Um, you know, I'll tell people you got to get on them. There is very. And that is a wrap from today's podcast. I'm Gene Zanetti from Winning Mindset. Make sure you guys go to our website. Make sure you go to zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you buy the book. The ebook is great. Excellent information represents some of the great information that we've learned from top athletes working with some of the top teams and individuals all across the country. Go to our website, zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you get the ebook. Also, make sure as an individual you sign up for the one on one free trial consultation. That's the one on one free trial consultation with one of our mindset coaches. The best results always come from one on one attention, whether it's strength training, whether it's technique or whether it's mindset. One-on-one -on -one is always the best. Thanks for staying with us. Make sure you join us next time for the next episode. Mindset makes the difference. Have a great day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.